I found this. This is the last time I talked to you in this was uh, 2019. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember that day. That was a crazy day. Those rounds are like, yeah, this was wild. the, um, it was the 2019 Grammys, like the radio row. Yeah. And where you stopping off at each radio station and, and ask, answering the same questions over and over and over. And no, <laughs> yours were all super different and unique and better than everybody else's. Wow. That's uh, you've got, you practice that one. I was pray I was practicing my Dave's number one fan, but you changed my name back, so now I'm like, yeah. Well. <laughs> That's crazy, though, isn't it? Is it was it weird? This was February okay. February eighth, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. yeah, time is uh, an illusion. I don't. It doesn't exist. You look the um, same. What are you doing? Like you, you're doing like your skin regimen, everything. I everything. look the same. I hope I wouldn't age too much in like two years. It's on, it's on, well, we've all aged a lot over the pandemic, right? Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I got banged. So that was just my big, my big pandemic change. I was like, what can I do to show that I did something during this pandemic? <laughs> I got banged. So that's um, funny. That's good. Yeah. Always, always trying to take, I mean, skin regimen is like my, my, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a little bit like adamant about skincare and then also just like hydration, like we drink a lot of water. Um, not the answer to every problem, but like, I do find it funny. Like the amount of times, like I will just feel really bad. And then the second I drink water, like everything just kind of gets better. Just feels so, better. You've ever yeah. just opens up. Yep. I'm wearing, I'm actually wearing a tinted moisturizer right now that I put on with my beauty blender and a little bare minerals powder all for you. Okay. Bare all minerals for... powder. Okay. <laughs> I love you giving me the brand names. I was like, my beauty right. blender. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to impress. Tinted moisturizer is also great. And I've actually started to like use that a lot more because it just feels like you're wearing sunscreen, but it's like easy. Right. Love it's them. lighter. You're not caked up. It's, it, feel, it goes on nicer. I mean, we've so turned into funny. a whole beauty podcast here, haven't we? It's a whole thing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you are in LA right now. Um, like we're not specifically like, are you in the valley? Are you in the hills? Are you in OC? Like um, I am like closer to you. Like that's sort oh. of like the the area where like I mean I'm Good. kind of when I come back to LA and New York I'm sort of all over the place because um, like my family lives in one part I live in another part so um, so yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, it's a good area. Uh, Toluca Lake, Studio City, and stuff. There's a lot of a lot of artists that I talk to are are in this in this area. So it's very uh, it's very cool. Um, hey, tell us about this Rihanna fashion show. I keep reading about and hearing about that's coming up. How did that? So what is this thing? First of all, you're walking in her fashion show. Yeah, I'm a model now. I guess according to Rihanna, I, it's never was on my resume before. Um, but I will do anything for her. Um. Yeah, no, it's the Savage Fenty show. It's volume three. I'm like anyone who knows, I, I actually can't like get full sentences out when I'm talking about her and the show um, oh. and just the fact that she asked me to be part of it. Cause like I'm, anyone that knows me knows that I, I'm internally screaming. Oh. Um, How does she yeah, ask you to be in it? Does she, does she call you? Does she text you? Does she, you... <laughs> she has her people. No, um, no. Uh, she, it, it was honestly like one of the coolest experiences I've ever had because I just, again, like I, I'm not really involved in stuff like that too often. And, um, 
you know, she also just has such a way of making such an incredible, like diverse cast and everything that she does. And that's why I've just been a fan of her for so long, but also a fan of her product. So, um, so yeah, I get to walk in the show. I'm a model for the night. I'm a five foot model. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I'm so excited for everyone to see it. She is great. I remember her when she was just this random new singer that was wandering around, hanging out backstage at Wango Tango. And we're like, who is that? Why is she just lingering and loitering about backstage? That makes me feel better, actually, because I've been that. I've been like random singer loitering backstage at Wango Tango. It's so cool. It's so yeah. cool looking back on it. And, and you know, and That's then weird. before you know it, Ponder Replay comes out and she she gets she gets huge. Nice. Um, what about the clothes? That's the important part. Do you get to keep any of the clothes? What's the situation there? Um, I did. I did get to keep some stuff. And also just like Savage Venti treated me very well after oh. the show. So um yeah i mean they're they're amazing i'm just the biggest fan overall so i'm i don't really know what else to say like i think it's it's funny for my fans too to be like sabrina like are you not like die? like i posted about it like nonchalantly because you yeah. know i'm trying to be like yeah, cool or, like trying to play it cool <laughs> it's like they can see right through this shit they know um <laughs> so yeah they're they're gonna freak out and also like the look for the show and everything i'm excited because it's just like very different than anything that i ever normally do um so yeah it's gonna be very fun she kept the clothes so we have official documentation now that if some of the clothes are missing Savalicious uh, has them. I always <laughs> wonder. I'm wearing them out. I'm wearing them to the coffee in the morning. Whole Foods, <laughs> Whole Foods down the street. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not wearing that outfit to Whole Foods. Going but... down to CVS to pick up a prescription in your. <laughs> I always yeah. wonder too with that stuff. It's like, do you have to be super careful while you while you're wearing them on the runway because they're gonna want that stuff back. So you have to be careful not to sweat up in it and. You know, well, I mean, for for this show, like everything was super tailored to me, which was mm. awesome. Um, so I'm always like, who's going to wear this after me? <laughs> it's like, you know, I did sweat a lot of this. I wonder the same <laughs> thing sometimes. But um, but it is a very, very like that's that that outfit is probably the only time I will wear that outfit for that show because it's just yeah. too special. That's really cool. Um, all right. I'm going to ask about the elephant in the room. Everybody is wondering. All your fans want to know. Why did you get cats if you're allergic? I was literally just like, anytime you see me like looking over, it's because they're playing with like yarn. <laughs> and um, I'm so mesmerized by them. Why did I get cats if I'm allergic? Ooh, good question. I haven't thought of an answer to this one because there really is no logical answer other than the fact that they're so cute. Like I, oh. I also didn't realize, cause I grew up with cats. I grew up with four stray cats um, when I lived in Pennsylvania and I wasn't allergic. So this is like a new thing. They just you just you know, start itching, kind of thing. Is that what it is? No, I get super stuffy. I sneeze all the time. I'm like, it's so cute. Um, yeah. And I love allergy medicine now. It's really fun. I was um, gonna say you're popping Claritin and Zyrtec. There's like, like it's vitamins at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like I'm figuring out ways to. Also, I'm just think I'm getting used to them the more that I'm around them. But it is funny, like that adjustment because I have a dog. His name's Goodwin. He's an icon, and um, he's like. <laughs> also getting used to like cats because he was a he was a uh, only child for a long time yeah and now he's got um two brothers that are precious what's going on with that relationship are they getting along are they all right any new relationship needs time you know and sure. they just need to get to know each other but they're getting there it's they're just so different they come from such different worlds i'm imagining you like when you leave the house to go to the airport or sitting in you know going through all that are you logging onto an app 
with the camera watching inside the house to make sure that all the cats and dogs are getting along. Oh no, I don't do that. Oh you have, God. You should do that. You're <laughs> should gonna catch I do them. that? Yes, you're going to catch them in some stuff. I get, oh yeah, actually that could be fun to catch them. I was like thinking like I could, yeah, just get the baby monitor. You know what I mean? But it's the exact same thing. It's like, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, I did. I did. And we used, I used to log on and just see what it does. It was horrible. That's so well, see, we only I have one for doing. you. For you, they you need to into... find out who peed on the carpet because Fair. there's three of them. So they, they get into so much stuff already. They're so playful because they were just kittens, but they grew so quickly um, that I'm I actually know what they're doing when I'm gone. Like yeah. they're genuinely jumping all around the place and getting into trouble. So yeah. How? Are you, why are you doing that for anyway? You've got so much going on. You don't have time to take care of all these animals, do you? I love, well, I have a family. We all kind of take yeah. care and pitch in, but um, no, I don't know. I love animals. And I also just love like the happiness and pure joy they bring. And they're so unproblematic. And I just think they deserve the world. Right. Yeah. And dogs and cats are so opposite too. It'll be fun to watch them. Um, yeah. But you are busy. You got a lot of work. How, how do you, what's your hours like? Do you make, do you set hours for yourself? No. If that makes sense. I, you know what I mean? I you know what I mean? Because do, do you, you know what I mean, though? Does that make sense? We're, we're yeah. just like, you know what? From here and here, I'm putting my phone down. I'm putting all this away. I'm decompressing from that. And You know, anytime I'm in the studio, anytime I'm writing, it's I truly like a phone away or like phone off. And I'm usually in the studio for long, 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 long days and long hours. So relatively, like when I realize how much time I spend on my phone, it's not that much, which I'm actually really happy about. Um, but in general, like, I don't know. I just, I think you kind of know yourself when mm. you're at your limit and when you need a break, I guess I say that, but also I haven't taken a vacation in since I was 10. So um, I should probably do that at some point, but I'm having so much fun. And I think it's important to like follow your instincts wherever they will lead you, especially if you're really in a groove. Um, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. I love being busy, especially after the last year, like, which yeah. was still busy, but just such a different kind, you know. It is nice to get it. that was kind of decompressed. But I mean, how do you, how do you shut that off, and how do you fall asleep at night? I mean, are, is it like you're putting your phone in the other room, or how do no, you? No, me melatonin is how I fall asleep at night. Yeah, not always. I like go in cycles where like I try to just like not take it, and then see if I can, you know, be a natural sleeper. Um, but sometimes, sometimes it's hard, and I do have to like just force myself. Yeah, totally. Melatonin or even some of those little... Oh, that uh, was Benny. He just meowed. He's kind of vocal. Wait, no, that was Bjorn. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know my cats. We're getting there. <laughs> they look the same. I mean, not really, but anyways. They do. They do look the same. <laughs> um, tell us about this, uh, this Alice in Wonderland thing. Can we talk about that yet? Or is that all right to talk about? We can talk a little bit about it very vaguely. Yeah, because you're starring, you're producing. I mean, are you, are you going to be... It seems like a lot. But I very mean, exciting at the same time. It's such a classic. Yeah, it's actually, I mean, it, it truly is my dream project, dream role, especially as like my first, um, my first project with my own production company, uh, which I launched in the middle of quarantine mm -hmm. at last productions, which it's just been so exciting to be able to kind of like look for roles and projects and scripts that whether they be things that I can be actually in and a part of, or they're projects that I just, you know, and, and helping uh, 
to form that are stories that I can't really tell and stories that, you know, it doesn't make sense for someone like me to tell, but um, helping other people tell their stories and also just like dynamic and complex characters. Like I think throughout the last year, I went back and watched so many films and there was so many incredible, like strong, nuanced female roles that I just don't, I don't see as much of now today. And that's like a dream of mine is just to be able to really help bring some of those to life again. and, you know, Alice in general is just a, a new a new way that you've never seen it before because it's a musical, it's live action and it's set at a music festival. Mm. So it's a very, very different interpretation of Alice, but also one that I'm like, just so excited for people to see. Um, yeah, Netflix is like my family. So I'm just so grateful and so excited for everyone to see it. Good for you. That's exciting. And you've got your own in-house Cheshire cat too. I mean, you just paint your cat, right? To be in it? Yes, I do. I spray paint them. Um, <laughs> and we have his, and Benny, his brother, is his stand-in and his right, double, so right. we never even have to worry. It's great. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> Halloween coming up. How, how do you do Halloween? You excited about that? I don't know. I don't, (laughs) holidays come so like last minute to me now, Mm -hmm. I guess, because I'm sort of like doing a lot of this other stuff. And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's Halloween. Um, I don't have like a plan. I'll be completely honest. It's Mm -hmm. usually like a last minute thing. Um, Do you have a costume? I feel like I I see so many cool ones that I like. I'm like, oh "Oh, no, I'll do that. I'm figured out October 30th kind of guy. Yeah. It requires so much ordering ahead of time, planning. Yeah. I, I would don't. go down to the uh, that West Hollywood carnival and just kind of watch other people who spend years building these costumes. And it's like, I'm not even going to bother because that it's looks admirable. amazing. I can't touch that. Yeah, It is so admirable. I will yeah. say like one of my favorite things, I mean, as a little girl and still because I'm still a little girl, mm-hmm. um, I would play dress up all the time. So like I grew up loving wigs and like, you know, crazy makeup and like costumes. Like that was always like just something that I loved um, playing with. So yeah. Yeah, usually on Halloween, like I'll pull something together really last minute that I love. Yeah, good. Yeah. What about Christmas? Where do you spend that? Do you stay in LA or do you go back home? Are you wandering to the Grove or Disney or any of that kind of stuff? (laughs) Never been to avoid the fake snow. I've always heard about it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. Did you say say you've never been to the Grove? Were you about to say that? No, I've never been to the Grove for Christmas. Oh, okay, got it. But I also don't really go to the Grove. I don't know. I don't make it over there a lot unless I'm going to Sweet Green. I love their salads. Um, But no, I I usually spend Christmas with my family wherever we are. Sometimes it's East Coast, sometimes it's West Coast. But Mm. um, yeah, I don't know. I I obviously am like partially heavily in New York now. So might be there, might be somewhere else. Life literally changes for me on a daily. So I try not to get too attached. You're like, dude, calm down. It's September, relax. Yeah, no, I mean, I would love to give you answers and send you <laughs> no, my schedule. It's... I wish I had it. No, it's good. I mean, it's I'm the same as you. I don't plan too far ahead. And one of my favorite things to say is, I don't know, because it's yeah. nice to not know, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. actually is. It's almost comforting. You're like, I yeah. don't know. But like being okay with not knowing is, is what's hard. I'm getting better at that. Good for you. It's uh, I don't mean that condescending. I mean, that's it takes a lot to, to be you. okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it takes a lot. Um, hey, let's talk about music and then let you go about your day. What are you doing next, by the way? What's what's your day like after this? Oh, um, so I'll be in the studio. Um, mm. And that's just something that kind of always happens no matter what. My fans will be like, if you're in the studio, does that mean we're not getting the album for a long time? I'm like, no, it means like I'm, you know, finishing stuff and doing all the things. But, um, but yeah, so I'll be at the studio and do a couple other press things. Um, but... 
schedule and and music obviously um skinny dipping just came out which is really really exciting because i think it's just a very like it's 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 been a very interesting like journey yeah. in my life and as a as a songwriter and as a musician in general um but i think this just being like the beginning of what they've heard is really exciting to me because i know that there's so much to come that i think they'll be really really happy about and feel really close to Good, good. Yeah, this song, it's uh, it's written by, I mean, obviously you, but also two of my other favorite people who I get a chance to talk to pretty often. Um, yeah. And they, they make me sick. Their love make makes me, me sick. sick. I'm talking about J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels, of course. It's yeah, disgusting them. how much they are in love. <laughs> yeah, and also just, like, how they're so, like, they're, they're so incredible together um, in the way that they can, you know, have their relationship, but also work together. I always find that to be such an incredibly impressive thing. Yeah. Um, and they have such a such an amazing like relationship all over the place. But I'm their like adopted nibbling. That's what they call me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why. Actually, I remember we were how that happened. I think like nibbling is a term for something, and I forget, but it just kind of stuck. Um, so I'm their adopted nibbling, but they're they're genuinely just like two of the most emotionally mature people I've ever met in my life and two people I really enjoy spending my time with because it's nice to be around emotionally mature people. You may want to look into why they call you that. It may not be the... Do uh, you think it's offensive? It might be some low-key... Yeah. Let me look this up. <laughs> They're Define like, It may not be the superlative that you're hoping it is. Oh, I um, hope... Hold on. <laughs> Are you looking Sibling is a niece or nephew, a child oh. of the subject's sibling or sibling-in-law. Yeah, this makes complete sense. Yeah, look it up on is Urban Dictionary. Let's word. see what it really means to them. Nibbling is a gender-neutral term used to refer to a child of one's sibling as a replacement for niece or nephew. Wow. So, I'm not offended. Damn, I was really hoping to dig into something. <laughs> you were hoping they were, like, trolling you. <laughs> I was hoping to cause some kind of fight. Um, such a cool song. Whose line was it about oat milk latte? That sounds like a JP line. Is that his? Um, no, that was mine. It is it? Everything. Yeah, everything comes from everything comes from a personal experience, and um, yeah. yeah, I mean, but also like I remember the the line about my sister Shannon. Um, yeah, Shannon. That being was Shannon. like it took me fifteen minutes to stop laughing about that line because I was like I was like crying. I was like, you don't understand. Like this is the realest shit I've ever written. Like she's so herself and everybody that talks to me is always excited to hear like Shannon's stories and like what Shannon's been getting into because it's always some crazy shit and I was like yeah everybody in their life like has that person that's like I don't even know what they're on because they're just they're, they're always on something that's a um, meme waiting to happen though isn't it Shannon being Shannon it doesn't even matter yeah. if her name's Shannon yeah it's no just... it can literally be Jeff I don't it doesn't matter like <laughs> Yeah, I love that. You know, you know what other, uh, you know what part, what line in the song that I love, and it comes early on in the song, and I'm gonna steal the hell out of it because this, because when I, when I talk to somebody, if I have interest in somebody, shut down. I have no idea what to say, uh, mm. but but the line, maybe we can do this on purpose sometime. Genius! I'm stealing that. Yeah. It's such yeah. a cool idea. If you bump into somebody that you're interested in, haven't seen for a while, I'm using that because yeah. it's, it's it's very sweet. It's it very is. like. There's also something like, I don't know, like every time you picture like a rom-com and like, it's like people that haven't seen each other in a long time. And like, they say the most awkward things, but it comes across so charming and sweet. And that was one of those lines that's just like, oh, like 
when you see someone that you love after a long time or it's someone you don't know and yeah. you want to get to know better it's just like and also i have a I have, for my real fans like i have um, a song called on purpose from like when i was 16. so like there's just like a few little like hints and little tiny things throughout the whole song but oh um, cute like little easter eggs kind of yeah Oh, yeah. that's cool. And in the, mostly in the video, more so in the video than the song, but um, right. definitely Easter eggs. Um, so obviously this song is is, is a metaphor, um, but who is, who is this song to in the sense of the person in it singing, obviously you, but as the person in it singing, who are you singing to? Are you singing to an ex? Are you singing to someone in your life that you are trying to get over or like when somebody puts themselves in that vocal who are they singing to what there's got to be a better way to explain that i'm sure you know what i mean right <laughs> yeah I, I my least favorite thing to do is to tell people what to picture when they're listening sure. to like one of my songs you know what i mean because like i picture the things in my head but i know that everybody like nobody's me so they're not picturing the same things i'm picturing um so i truly think it can be any relationship that you see fit but also at the same time it, i think it's just one of those things about how like every single time I look back on like five years in my life and I look back to situations with people or things or, you know, I'm always like, wow, that happened for a reason. And like, it's so nice to be able to like look back and know that like whether things happen good or bad, whether things ended good or bad, like when you have enough time and you grow and you can kind of look back and you're not holding like anger or resentment there's just like a lightness and there's like a very happy nostalgic reminiscent feeling i'm like oh my gosh we were so young if only we had like not taken everything so seriously then like you know but it's nice that we can look back now and like have that perspective so i think the song overall is just like it's a it's a whole big metaphor for whatever you feel um but i i do think there's just like something obviously like nostalgia and memories i think a lot of people are like don't be nostalgic it means you're not letting go but um sure i write songs so i can't do that <laughs> i was like i i can't always let go of memories i have to like really milk them you know <laughs> that's the it's the most important part people love memories more than they love yeah. new so um as we press play on a song for all of la to hear it on my fm is there anything about it that you want people to really listen to like even production wise is there something that you spent a lot of time on or uh yeah the <laughs> horns in the song are some of my favorite like um the trumpets towards the end of the song are just like one of my favorite little elements of the song that i like i like love that i was able to like put them in a song because I, I didn't really have many songs that i could fit them into and it just felt so organic and natural i think um Leroy Clampett, who's one of my favorite people ever produced the song and is just like so, so incredibly gifted and, and so good at just kind of like having an understanding without me even telling him what to do and like understanding the feeling of the song and JP Sachs is playing the guitar. Um, so I, I just think there's, it was made with so much love and in a room of people that I love with all my heart um but yeah watch out for the horns um and yeah i'm i'm just excited to see what people think about it i think it's it's different for me um uh, maybe different for other people and i think it's it's special 